Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Busy, busy first week for Billy Napier. Everything going on around the Gator program right now. Press conference on Sunday making visits, making hires, players leaving to the portal. There's plenty, plenty to get into here. Kind of a, I guess we can review a little bit what everything that's been going on. Never a dull moment for sure. But especially right now, I mean, so many storylines going on with the Gators program right now. And Billy Napier lead the charge. So, take this where you want it, guys. But, I mean, look. Um, what, re- m- most recently, Jacob Copeland decided to transfer away. Uh, Nick Evers decommitting. Corey Raymond joining the staff. Um, some other targets for the filling out the rest of the staff. That's going to take some time. So plenty, plenty to discuss here on this Gators Breakdown Spaces. Jeremy, let me uh, bring you in here. Uh, looks like it's connecting, Jeremy, but looks like it's taking a while. Oh, there we go. Can't hear you, though, for some reason. There you go. Well, you were there. All right. Technology. Purity, I think uh, you're coming in here. Hey, hello. All right, well, don't know what the issue is here. Twitter got to do a better job of making sure all the spaces work. But we can take your, get your takeaways for a lot of these big storylines. You know, I could have done a Gators Breakdown episode every week or every day this week if I wanted to. <laughs> Everything flying in left and right hadn't even really got a chance to talk too much with you guys the 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 big Corey Raymond news I mean that was a that was a huge pull there for Florida not only not only pulling him from LSU 
And I mean, we we know everything going on there. It's not like uh, you know you pulled him from a stable situation. But either way, you got him. And I think the big thing is for me with this, you know, Florida's not the only program that wanted him. So and Florida's the one that got him. So first of all, getting him away from LSU, and second of all, keeping him away from everybody else in the SEC, or maybe even Miami. I mean, I mean, a lot of schools would have made moves to get Corey Raymond on their staff. Florida was the one that uh, <laughs> ended up uh, – look, that one came from nowhere. Like, we, we've heard all these names for filling out this Florida staff under Billy Napier. Not that one. I mean, that one that one come out of left field. Out of, I mean, I had no inclination whatsoever that was going to happen. And I have no – no problem admitting <laughs> when things like that surprise me. I mean, you know, granted, I get stuff sent my way all the time to, to share with you guys. Not this one. This one was completely under the radar on my end. And some other people may have known. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I did. That one was a that one was a doozy. That one was a surprise and a great surprise there for Gator Nation. That's a big pull. And Billy Napier's trying to fill out this full this first full staff. We've known. One reason you bring Billy Napier in is because of the ability to recruit. And now you're seeing his ability to put together a staff that we know can recruit. Uh, so, of course, a lot of Louisiana ties. We'll see if those come over. You'd love to create a pipeline there. Of course, the state of Florida should be the first concern, first order of business. But you can create some type of pipeline to that state with Billy Napier's history at Louisiana and the Lafayette area and recruiting that state. Now, of course, you want to see the profile raise compared to what Louisiana was was able well, – he was able to recruit there at Louisiana, but you did that when you hired Corey Raymond. So, tell you what, that was a, that was a big-time hire there uh, and, and him being able to, to pull him in and uh, get that hire there. So, Jeremy, try again, man. I, know, I see you in there. I'm not sure what the issue is here. Hey, good morning, Dave. There we go. Loud and clear. I got you. Hey, I just want to say one thing before I get started talking about my Gators. Hey, I had a lifelong friend pass away last night, Demarius Thomas. Um, I just want to ask y'all to keep everybody in his family in his prayers. Hey, um, but on this Florida hire, man, Corey Corey Raymond is big time. Corey Raymond is is elite, man. Uh, I, I can't tell you the last time I think we had a recruiter this good on staff. Um. I think with the, if we can get the if we can get the coach from uh, Penn State to come back to Florida, I think we're fixing a lot lock down a lot of things. Um, but I just I got I got the go. Yeah, the word is there. Uh, yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Yeah, the word is the yes, uh, word is. You know, I, I can't confirm this on my end, but I, I've heard from a lot of people. Jawan Sider supposed to be meeting with Florida today, possibly this morning, uh, before he heads back to Pennsylvania. Uh, so I know that name's been thrown around a lot out there. Uh, so uh, I, you know, I can't. That's not a direct knowledge of me. That's just me being told there. Uh, so I'll, I'll throw it out there. But you know, I won't be the first one to to, to be saying that. Now that, that's going on out there. Uh, that former Florida staff member Jawan Sider under Jim McElwain's staff uh, should be meeting with uh, maybe Napier and, and Florida today. Uh, so we'll see if that's another uh, big hire that can happen for Billy Napier and his first staff, filling out that first staff. We've all heard the big names uh, thrown out the last couple of days. Um, I saw, I think, yeah, Demetrius is in here. Um, 
I think Demetrius, was it you or somebody else who asked Tasha Foy uh, in the Jaguars press conference uh, yesterday uh, that uh, if, you know, any communication with Napier, if he'd be joining the Florida staff, of course, he says all, all uh, focus is on Tennessee Titans uh, this week. But yeah, here's Demetrius in here right now. I'm bringing him in here. Hey, D. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How about you? Good, good. Yeah, so um, yesterday, you know, every Thursday and Friday, we're able to get, you know, different players and sometimes different assistant coaches out there after practice. It's like a little mix zone as opposed to the open locker room we would normally have in a non-COVID season. So I, of course, yeah. requested Tasha Poy and I was able to talk to him about it and sort of ask him about the Jaguars. And then finally, I kind of followed up about the Gators and sort of where that stands with him. And, and then he gave me that answer where, you know, he didn't outright deny it, but he's, of course, not going to say yes. So, um, right. It, 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 the writing's sort of on the wall with that one, in my opinion. Yeah, man, I think so too. We went, there's a there's a lot of smoke on that one right. <laughs> from a lot of areas, and look, that's one reason you guys get to ask him about it because there was, there is a lot of smoke on that one. So yeah, I don't expect him. Uh, as you said, he's not going to say it right now, being under contract with the Jaguars and yeah, everything that goes on with that. You, like you said, you expect him to give that type of answer. Exactly. But uh, some other names uh, out there, you have to see how this plays out. Uh, former Gator staffer Chris Rump under Jim McElwain. Uh, his name's being thrown out there as well in NFL circles of being discussed for this. Uh, Charlie Partridge's name keeps coming up as well. I messaged him yesterday, uh, actually last night, so as quick as you can get uh, about 12 hours ago. Uh, Charlie Partridge said he, he told me yeah, he had not heard from Billy Naker. Uh, there he and but he is very interested in the job. He would take the job if offered. Of course, I'm sure everything would have to be right with that. But Charlie Partridge would love to be uh, on this staff. He would love to be on the Florida staff. Uh, he's told me he's had conversations with Dan Mullen that went really nowhere, and now uh, he's trying to get his he's throwing his name into the uh, hat of uh, of a job at Florida right now. Uh, but he said he told me last night uh, that he has had not heard uh, from Billy Napier. So take that. Um, you know, for, for, for what it's worth there. I'm just giving you guys uh, the, the latest update as far as somebody I can you know, have a conversation with. Uh, and Charlie Partridge uh, right now looks like uh, not an option. But Billy Napier also could be still vetting, still be going through a list of candidates there. Uh, so I wouldn't completely shut the door on it. But uh, as of now, Charlie Partridge has not heard from Billy Napier. So there's your... I mean, look, that, your, that would be your defensive front and say Rumpf comes along and Lapoy. I would say Rumpf would be your defensive line coach and Lapoy, uh, outside linebacker, maybe co DC as well. You know, how, however that works out. But those are the names that are out there. Uh, if, if Lapoy and Rumpf both somehow end up on staff, that would be the likely scenario. Uh, Rump that defensive line. Rump has or uh, Lapoy has coached uh, outside linebackers before when he was at Alabama, I believe. Uh, so while Tony would be coaching inside linebackers, Co DC, you'd have Lapoy outside linebacker, Co DC uh, there, and then Raymond back there in secondary, uh, of course. So uh, as far as offensive staff, uh, like I said, don't really know. Hopefully, the, the, if that meeting with Jawan Sider is happening today, hopefully that goes well and. Who knows if uh, the timeline on that one, would he want to coach Penn State bowl game? Would he, would he not? 
Uh, there's a lot to figure out there as well. And uh, wide receiver coach, no idea where that would be looking uh, right now uh, for Florida. So still, still some question marks as far as a, you know, where a potential staff could go uh, for, for, for the Gators. So trying to keep up with some, you know, other stuff that I tell you, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> so uh, there's no, I mean, I feel like I can miss news at any moment. Um, we're looking at all this. Uh, I guess another storyline would be Doug Belt getting that new contract at Houston. So, if we thought he was any kind of option, and maybe he was early, I don't know. That's what that's what the reports were. Uh, but we did get word that he that got his salary got doubled at Houston, I believe, up to a million dollars. I mean, of course, I'm sure Florida could have paid more. Uh, but um, also, when Tony's co DC, I don't know if there was any indication that that would be the case and the code dc like did the code dc title come for tony because moving on from belk then them not knowing that was going to happen or i kind of tend to believe that's who billy napier wanted anyway and there might be a code dc title there for for tony anyway and maybe belk saw that and said no i'm not i'm not interested in that i'm i'm just throwing out scenarios i'm just guessing here uh, thinking out loud, I don't know, but I think there's a couple scenarios and a couple ways to look at that uh, when you're uh, talking about uh, Duck Belk and maybe how that plays out uh, as well. Uh, Jamar Chaney coming back as well, uh, for, former staffer uh, in the early part of Mullen's tenure at Florida, very, very well respected in the coaching, uh, in the recruiting circles there, really had a close relationship with his defensive linemen. Uh, 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 and defensive lineman recruits when he was here at Florida. So I think that's a big time, good pickup to get him back on staff uh, for Florida. Uh, so I'm telling you, there's just uh, a lot, a lot going on. I can't even keep up with who's visiting this weekend. I'm not sure if, I don't think it'd be a whole lot of, a big number of, of, uh, visitors this coming up weekend for the first official visit weekend. We saw all the decommits this week as well. Uh, all the visits that happened this week. Um, even uh, James Singletary, current Georgia commit, five-star in Jacksonville, getting a visit uh, yesterday, I believe, on Thursday. So there's just so, so much stuff going on right now uh, in, <laughs> in Gator Nation and everything that comes along. Uh, with the coaching change and reassessing the board uh, for recruiting. So let's see who else is in here. All right. Uh, Cody bringing you in here. I'm going your mic, Cody, if you want to speak. Okay, maybe not. Okay. I'll try to find. I had a list somewhere of potential coach stuff, making sure I went through all of that. But let's bring some more people in here. Dave Jones, Get News. Uh, David, can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Um, I heard you say that uh, Tony would be coaching, did you say the inside linebackers? 
thought I thought he was supposed yeah. to be coaching the safeties. Oh, is that? You know what? You're right. I did. Yep, that was on my. I know you're fine, man. I just wanted. Yeah, as soon as I said that, I was. I I put that in the back of my mind. Was that right? But yeah, you. you I I just wanted to make sure I was straight, man. No problem. Yeah, you are. You are straight. You you are straight. That was a a mistake on my part. Good point. Uh, I'm glad you pointed that out. All right, thanks, David. Yep. 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 Apologize for that, guys. Um, where was I gonna go? Next, um, yeah, the uh, Jacob Copeland news. I don't think anybody really completely surprised by that one. Um, after uh, I see Jen in here and, and Eddie on here as well for the Getty Collective event we had the other night on Spaces. Um, that was fun, uh, by the way. Thanks for uh, Jeff Cardozo uh, for hopping over me and, and, and getting that underway and, and spreading the message for the Getty Collective. But Jacob Copeland. Was in that and did not have a glowing review of the meeting with Billy Napier and basically expressing once again that this isn't the Sun Belt, this is the SEC, and didn't really have a whole lot of good to say uh, there. So I think the writing was on the wall pretty much there. Uh, that was what Tuesday night, a couple of days after the meeting with Billy Napier, uh, and a lot of people were kind of following along with that anyway. We had a lot of players, you know, speak good to the meeting that they had there with Billy Napier. A short, what, 30, 45 meeting on Sunday, a minute meeting on Sunday. But um, I just think even besides that, there was a lot of writing on the wall that that this we could probably see the end of Jacob Copeland uh, in a Gator uniform and not the stats, really, to go and put himself in NFL draft talk. Uh, so if he wanted a some, something different, it was just going to, I mean, different was happening in Gainesville, uh, but I guess he did not feel comfortable uh, after an initial meeting with Billy Napier and maybe did not like what he saw in the meeting. I mean, he's going to rub some people the wrong way. This is the nature of a coaching change. You're going to have transfers. You're going to have transfers out. And it's probably not done. Probably not done there. Um, we'll see. Um, I've had a couple people ask me, a couple people tell me. This was in the Gators Breakdown Discord. Uh, last night, uh, look out for another. You know, uh, I probably consider major player starter uh, on his, maybe transferring on his way out. I'm trying to get more confirmation there as far as. Uh, but the the word is, I won't I won't shy away from it. I'm not saying it's true or not, but the rumors are out there. I'm not going to hide the rumors away from you. Uh, look out for Mamou Diabate uh, in the news. Maybe him transferring out of the Florida program as well. So look, this is a nature of a of a coaching change, especially one with a whole lot of change. Uh, so if it happens, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. But keep an eye on that one uh, maybe sometime soon. Because, uh, like I said, it was thrown from – and look, when I, and when I share stuff uh, like that, it's – it's somebody that has given me information that has checked out plenty in the past. Uh, so, if, you know, if I share it, I'm not going to sit here and say 100% it's going to happen. But if I put it out there, okay, it's it's from somebody that I've heard and they've been right in the past. Uh, so that's the the latest on that one as far as maybe another transfer out. But that is the uh, the nature of a coaching change, unfortunately. And then also you got to go through spring practice coming up as well. Probably more after that <laughs> when guys figure out where they're at on the depth chart. Uh, maybe figure out how different this is going to be. This is going to be different from a, a Dan Mullen coach team. These guys were recruited by Dan Mullen. They had a relationship no matter – 
how bad it was on the field, they still were recruited by the staff. They still had a lot of close relationships with the staff. And speaking of that part of it, and not any of those guys being retained on field so far, Christian Robinson, I think, still one to look out for. His relationship maybe in bowl practices, I think uh, that's going to be the kind of process here to see if he can be on this new staff. Bowl practices coming up. I think it starts today, actually. And the relationship, I think, you know, there will be – I think Billy Napier will watch that one pretty close, uh, see if the Christian Robinson maybe uh, a spot for him uh, on the staff. And now thinking about, you know, how I weighed out the coaching uh, staff rules. Yeah, with Tony being safety, there's still that linebacker spot open there. Uh, and maybe Christian Robinson is part of that one. But um, that's one – about the only current uh, we've already seen from other – staff members uh, announcing their, I guess, news from Billy Napier that they're not going to be retained. We haven't really heard from Christian Robinson uh, publicly at all uh, if, as far as that regard, whether it be on social media or any other form that if he's going to be retained or not. Where it is, Billy Napier is going to keep an eye, see how everything works out, look at bowl practices, see the relationship between Christian Robinson and some players, and then maybe make a decision on him. Uh, at, you know, at, hopefully in the coming week, and hopefully pretty soon, because you, uh, you love to get another staff member on the uh, on the on the trail uh, recruiting right now. Anybody? Uh, no, okay, nobody in here. Or there. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of everything else. AR surgery went well, so all good there. We're not playing the bowl game. Uh, but that's to get that meniscus all cleaned up, get it ready, get a recovery time. Hopefully in time for spring practice. Hit the ground running with Billy Napier and staff. So there you go. Uh, as far as when practice opens up today for uh, bowl practice in UCF, uh, it will not be a uh, Anthony Richardson-led offense. All right, guys, if you uh, – a lot being thrown your way right now. So, if you want to get in here and discuss it all, hop in here. As I said, what, all the new staff coming in, leaving. Copeland, Evers, Raymond. Plenty of discuss. What's up, Steve? Uh, yeah, so I got a question for you or, or an opinion. Uh, looking back on some of Napier's tape, uh, he's more of a run-orientated coach. Um, yep. Given that I've seen some of the things on Twitter of uh, him and the new running back coach uh, going out and getting uh, recruiting some, uh, I forget his first name, but Citizen, I believe, one of the top-rated running backs. Uh, yep, better Louisiana. So are we – could you possibly see like a whole new Gator offense coming like back in the day when Fred Taylor was toting the rock almost every down uh, and throwing in the mixture of AR's ability to run? I mean, could we see something really special here coming in uh, the next couple of years with a whole new run orientated Gator offense? Yeah, yeah, and that ETN too uh, out there in Louisiana. So two running backs there, um, your top two, top. 100, 150 tight running backs uh, for uh, out of the state of Louisiana. Uh, 
it look, I mean, if you watched Louisiana last week in the Sun Belt or any time this season with Levi Lewis at quarterback, if you're looking at Anthony Richardson, it's going to be a very similar offense to that. It's a spread you out power. I mean, not it's it's not very far away from you know, Dan Mullen's offense with a power style run spread you out type of offense. It's it's not that different. Uh, a little more veer uh, going back to his dad's roots in, in uh, the offense that he learned growing up. Uh, but it's not. I mean, not so much, not so different than, than you know, what we saw uh, under Dan Mullen. But I do think we'll want to feature the running backs uh, a bit more uh, when you look at it. So, yeah, there's going to be some adapt- you know, adaptation to it as well. I mean, he, he threw the ball a good bit at this, uh, Arizona State. Um, but then I think once he got a certain level of talent at Louisiana, shifted his, his, his offense around that. But I think with AR – Lingard, Bowman, maybe Naquan Wright as well. Uh, I, mean, I, I would assume he comes back. That that's exactly that 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 offense that we saw last week when everybody was watching the the App State Sun Belt Championship game. It's going to be very very similar to that, at least to me, to start with. Uh, you know, with AR by, um, uh, but with him being the starting quarterback. Yeah, because I mean, I saw how good we were against Alabama, for instance, in the run game, and then all of a sudden it's like Dan Mullen pulled away from running the ball so much, and I I thought it was a a strength of ours having that uh, running back committee, even though I would have loved to see Damian Pierce a little more. Yeah, I do think, uh, yeah, that was early in the season. I do think defense was caught on a little bit. There were some injuries up front as well. Uh, I do think you're going to have to hit the transfer portal hard. Look, I, I'm not, and I'm not going to sit here and say you're going to find some great offensive linemen uh, in, in the transfer portal. That it's really hard to acquire through the transfer portal. Good offensive linemen don't really go in the transfer portal. That's just kind of been a trend so far. Or you're not going to get a big number of them anyway. Uh, so I have something to look out for. But I do think teams figured that's what Florida could do well. It didn't take them long to adjust. Injuries up front. Um, then once they also figured out they could stop the quarterback run, you know, mostly with Emory, once they figured that out, you know, and play stopping, stopping him being able to run the ball, the offense was pretty easy to figure out. Uh, so I think Dan Mullen went away from the run game a bit just because it was no longer going to be there. Uh, and that's why the offense was stuck in, you know, in inconsistent performances, I guess I should say, because you just didn't know what you were going to be able to get out of the run game. So basically the same thing that's happened in Jacksonville as well? <laughs> yeah. Well, they got to run about they need to get the ball too, but uh, they just refused to. So. All right. Well, thank you. I guess, and I, and I guess very similar to uh, the Damian Pierce storyline there. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks, uh, Steve. No problem. <laughs> Tyler... Hey Dave, um, just a quick, quick hey, question: How important do you think this bowl game is to the players? Because um, it, it just seems like, I mean, of course, it has to be UCF who has the worst fan base in the world. Uh, so if they win, you know, it's their Super Bowl, and if we win, it's well, we should have. And we're in the middle of a coaching staff change, and players are transferring that are going to be in the game. To me, it just—it's almost like why even play? Uh, I just feel like it's. Lose, lose, and I don't think the team is very motivated at all. So I just want to get your thoughts on that. 
you know, you still get those, you get, still get the bowl game swag and the gifts. So I'm sure that plays some part in it as well. Uh, the coaching staff that stays around if they don't get new jobs, uh, they get those nice bowl game uh, bonus checks. Uh, so, you know, there's, besides maybe more than the game itself, some incentive <laughs> to go to go and accept the bowl game. But you do hope that they go out there. And once again, like in the, you know, the, the FSU game, I guess, while a regular season game didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things either. And they went out there and put a performance, you know, for some kind of state pride and, and it's pride for the logo, pride for the orange and blue. And you hope you see that again, uh, but you're right. You know, bowl games, uh, look, we learned last year from the staff, bowl games weren't all that they were cracked up to be. That was pretty much an ad- ad- admission from Dan Mullen and, and, and staff that, Hey, you know, bowl games are just what they are. Exhibition games. We're not going to take them all that serious. So we'll see if that thought translates to a year later. Uh, unfortunately, hopefully it doesn't. There'll be a lot of Gator fans. It's, it is in state, uh, easy drive there in Tampa. Uh, you'll have um, a good bit of fans that uh, I hope would you know want to go to the game and and, and see the performance. But you know, this is like a, like you said, our lame duck staff. Uh, a lot of these players, you know, may not be on the team uh, after this. So. I, Playing UCF probably helps a bit too, or at least you hope it would, so they don't, you know, want to go out there and embarrass the logo. Go out there and play for some pride again, some state pride again, as you said. Hopefully, because it's UCF, you don't want to hear all the chirping from them. So it goes out; they they go out there and play. But it's so hard to predict. I mean, this is one last time to go play together with these with the, with these teammates. Um, so I can. You can sit here and point at things that they should do and point at things you'd like to see because of the situation. But mentally, I, I, it's just a pure guess that those guys are going to be ready to play for it. And also this coaching staff, of course, they're not fully mentally bought in to this. I don't care what anybody says. They were worried about their next job. They're worried about finding their next job. Unfortunately, it's just kind of the nature of the business, the situation Florida is in right now. Yeah, and I completely agree. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Thanks, man. Let's see. Uh, baseball bully, I pulled you in here. Let's see. Bring in Gator Jeff. Hello. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good, man. I was fussing with this mic, but um, okay. the, guy, the guy before me kind of stole what I was going <laughs> to but I had another question. But I, back, yeah. to the, back to the UCF thing, I just don't see it being any. I just don't see how, with all the distractions, and I call them distractions, but the change, yeah, how we're going to be able to just have a decent, a decent. I hope. I'm hoping, like you said, you know, you never know. But, um, you know, I, I hope. I hate. I'd hate. I, I. I'd hate to lose to UCF, man. I just can't. I can't take that. <laughs> I hear you on that one, and. What was it? Uh, was it the was it the Birmingham? Somebody had to. Was it the Birmingham Bowl that was the last coaching transition for Muschamp? Um, yeah, against ECU that, because there was no bowl game last time because of you know the record was so bad going from Michael Wayne to Mullen. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you had the ECU-Birmingham Bowl, the last coaching transition. 
what game? Will Copeland play in that in that game or no? I you know what? Uh, I think I heard yesterday that he is. Um, and I think a lot of people were saying, okay, why are you going to announce your <laughs> announce that you're going to transfer to add just one more distraction to everything? Now, look, I'm sure some of the players already knew anyway. Uh, so probably no huge big surprise, but it is another public distraction out there uh, as far as that goes. But I think I heard yesterday, like I said, as you can already tell, information is flying in left and right. Uh, at that, that, that this time, but I do think that I saw or heard that he is going to play in the bowl game. That's good. I have I have a question for you, and I'm going to put you on the spot. So, okay. So if you if you took a cumulative uh, look at all that's going on, now I can't do all the research that you do, and I don't I don't want to because that's not my job. But um, if if you just step back and you looked at the coaching hires and you looked at the players leaving and all the cumulative things that are going on, how, how uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, your confidence level on how things are going, how do you feel as Gator Dave, you know, with all your, all your contacts, all your uh, information, just, just one number between 1 and 10, how do you feel things are going for, for, for us? Uh, I'll put it at an eight right now. Uh, I'll, I'll go fan first. Um, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I said this this week. Um, situations like this, like, I'll, and I've, look, I've always said I'm a fan first. I have no problem admitting that whatsoever. Uh, as far as the new coaching staff, coaching hire goes, I'm in the belief of I'm going to believe I'm going to trust you till you give me a reason not to. Now, a lot of people are going to be out there saying that no, you got to earn my trust, I and mean, that's what I saw. Well and good, yeah, that can absolutely be that's your prerogative, and I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Uh, my view from a, a fan point of view, my, my, my fan stance is going to be, I'm going to trust you till you give me a reason not to. And all these decommits and everything that's been going on this week, that that does not speak that part of this to me at all. There's going to be change. Am I surprised by some of the decommits and, and maybe communication? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm a bit surprised. Um, but we shouldn't, I mean, after his press conference the other day, we shouldn't be surprised by the plan, might be surprised by the results. Uh, right now, early on, but look, he it, it's it's scorched earth right now, and honestly, that could be what this program needs. Uh, and that's not to say you know, you, uh, you you tear it all down or, or anything like that. I, I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, but if he he should absolutely be given the chance to do it his way, and this is the way he wants to do it, then by all means do it. Um, that's the reason we hired him. That's the reason he's the head coach at Florida. Change needed to be made. Culture change needed to be made. Mental changes need to be made from the top, from from the top down. And if that's if he feels that's the best way to do it, then by all means do it. Now, could this mean it's a little bit of a slower process? It could. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, a lot of people are throwing out there the kind of Mel Tucker model that he did at Michigan State uh, this past cycle, where it was a kind of a small class, hit the transfer portal really hard in the first class, uh, you know, to to fill in some of the holes. That won't be the complete plan here um, as Billy Napier moves on through the years. Could it be an initial first-year plan? Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, Florida's going to have to hit the transfer portal in in the trenches anyway. We know that. Florida lacks offensive linemen. You're going to maybe have to get some bodies there. And besides Gervin Dexter in the middle, who you point to a defensive tackle that's going to get you all excited either. So Florida's going to have to hit the transfer portal anyway. Um, But – Right now, I, I'm still full support mode. Let's go see where you know, let's let's see where this maybe in the recruiting side of it 
scorched earth, scorched earth approach takes us, and you know we'll go from there. But uh, I'm I'm completely okay with everything that's happening right now. Maybe maybe a bit surprised at some of it, but I'm completely okay with it. I agree with you. Um, I did see the other day in the Gator Collective meeting. I did see some five star uh, Penn State commit in in their listening. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Can't no, remember, I didn't. Can't remember his name, but he was uh, like, I mean, he was like the number, I want to say, twenty fourth player in the country, and he's committed to Penn State. But he was in there listening, so I did notice that. So there might be some good things happening behind the scenes that we don't know about. Uh, look, and honestly, I can say that's probably part of it. Like I said, this Corey Raymond, I didn't see it from anybody before it happened. Not. In, nobody whatsoever. There was no inclination. Nobody gave a hint. I mean, there was nothing before it happened. And some of this recruiting could be the same way. You know, we are, we, we get thrown. You know, in, in the position that I am, sometimes people people love sharing information. And hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll get ahead of some of that stuff like that. But if we don't, okay. Um, as I said, right now with all the change going on and. Billy Napier might be – also coming with coaching change. Uh, sources change as well. Uh, and you know, he, everybody he has around him could be a lot more tight-lipped than the last staff and not letting leaks get out. And we'll see, we'll, we'll see what, what that means. Uh, but as you said, there could be some surprises along the way. And, and hopefully there are. Um, but um, – I won't. I won't bank on it. I won't count on it. But I won't completely dismiss it either. So we'll see uh, where, where all this goes with, with the coaching staff change and what leaks, what doesn't leak. And you know, I, I don't mind being surprised whatsoever. I don't have to be in front of everything. Uh, like I said, the, uh, I'm, I'm still a fan in a lot of ways, like you guys are. So I'm, I'm completely okay with being uh, surprised by, by by everything that's happening. So you get your Jeff, you in here? Yeah, this is Jeff. How you, hey, how you doing, Dave? Good, how about you? Good, go Gators. Uh, go huge Gators. fan of your work, man. I've been uh, listening to you for quite a while now, and you're, you're finally making it big time. This is big time for you. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm telling you, the last, uh, last month or so has been huge. Uh, so that's a great segue right quick before you – I mean every- – Thank you, everybody who's involved, uh, whether it be Gators Breakdown, Gators Breakdown Plus, uh, Gator Collect, the people that's in here as well, everything we've been you know, trying to get involved with, with that and growing that thing as well. Uh, YouTube subscribes, Twitter follows. I mean, it's been it's been nuts the last few weeks, but in a good way. Yeah, um, just, just one quick question. Um, with Corey Raymond coming over, do you see mm-hmm. – do you see any of the LSU people coming with them that are in the transfer portal? I know they got a few that are in there. Uh, Ricks is one of them, I believe, or is he yeah, on his we, way? Yeah, that's where I'll start, Jeff, uh, if you don't mind. I'll, I'll, yeah. um, everything I heard, he wants to play for a title contender as his career, college career is winding down. Um, that's the gist that I've heard as far as the storyline goes with him. But um, I don't know if he – could see his DB coach uh, leaving LSU to go to Florida. So maybe that can play a part uh, in this. There will be ample opportunity to gain a starting position at, at the University of Florida, you know, if Kyrie Elam leaves, which I fully expect to. 
Um, rumor is he's going to play in the bowl game as well. Uh, that's the latest I heard as well. So, you know, we talked about the bowl game and maybe players buying in. Well, maybe Kyrie Elam, um, you know, can lead the charge there if he's going to play in a bowl game, not sit out, you know, get prepared for the NFL draft. Now, we'll see where that goes as far as sending a message to the rest of the team. Uh, but, you know, there would be an opportunity there if he does go to the NFL draft and, and Rick's just sitting there. Um, look, I know Georgia was thought to be a, a landing spot for him uh, when uh, it was announced, as I said, a contender. He, from what, everything I heard, he was play for a contender. But, as I said, the surprise move of Corey Raymond from LSU to Florida, maybe, maybe there's a, you know, leaving the door open just a bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I don't really pay attention to the transfer portal, and I know there's a – I've heard there's a few other guys from LSU that are in there, but um, I'll listen off the air uh, or off this thing. So uh, go Gators and appreciate your work. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go through and look at uh, you know, LSU and everything going on around, uh, around there too as far as players. I don't really know much more. Ricks is the only one that I, I've really kept an eye on uh, as well. Uh, but if anything happens, we'll, we'll be sure to cover it here. So, Terry and Dustin, bring you guys in here. Dustin, I think your mic's open. Oh, hey, Dave. How you doing, sir? Hey, man. Good morning. I'm good. How are good, you? man. Um, I think I met you actually a long time ago at, in the stadium when we were watching some recruits before we got Kyrie Elam and, and so forth. It's been a while, though, but we do appreciate your uh, your show, man. It's really cool. I watch it on YouTube. And uh, um, I do have a few questions, if that's cool, man. Uh, what? Is, how many uh, How many recruits do you see us taking, you think, this class? I know it's been kind of, you know, him cleaning house. And I know he uh, the coach mentioned – Napier, that is, uh, what, 25 people possibly? But, I mean, it, at this point in time, it's hard with the early, like, signing day and all that stuff. But do you see us taking a fair amount of people? I mean, do you have any idea at all? Um, I really don't. When he mentioned 25, you know, I think that was just a generic, a generic number for, you know, that's how many you can sign every year. Um, so, I really I, – I don't know. I don't know how – I mean um, – a class of fifteen would even be that large. I, 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 I don't. I see it. I don't see it getting to twenty. I don't think it even gets any cl- anywhere close to that. Um, I, if you ask me right now, I'd probably say in that ten to fifteen range, which you know may may tick some people off. I don't know. Um, I think he's going to be very careful about the approach. Um, look, we got early signing day Wednesday. I don't even know who's safe to sign on Wednesday. Honestly, to tell you the truth, um, as I said, it's been kind of hard to keep up with who's even going to visit this weekend. Um, you know, official visits, his first official visit weekend will be this weekend. Um, they're trying to put a list together for that. It's kind of been up in the air uh, right now. I, I, I won't even, I won't even pretend to know. I won't, you know, I won't, I won't, uh, I won't make up just anything there. Uh, if if I could put a number on it, I'd say. 12, 15 range. I don't think any more than that whatsoever. Uh, but maybe, like I said, this a lot, a lot's not coming. While there does seem to be a whole lot of information coming out, there's also a lot of information not coming out. Uh, so maybe he sits there and surprises. Maybe he's got some big grandiose plan here as far as getting together some class. But I think everything that he told us and everything that we can go back and look at his first, it was a bit different. The Louisiana job was his first job overall. 
Uh, so maybe a little bit slower approach there, of course. Uh, but I think that was a good sign of he's not going to be in a hurry early and just go sign bodies just to be signing bodies. Exactly, which probably is, a, you know, him just being thorough, right? That's what oh, you've yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, heard about him and read about him is that he's very thorough and he's very thought out. And even Saban had many, many positive things to say about him. I do have another question, Dave, if, if possible. Um, yeah. Who do you see being like the co-defensive uh, coach or um, like our defensive coordinator? Because I know was it um, our new guy, Corey Raymond, who I'm seriously stoked about. That dude has had some studs. Uh, in his career, and he's he's been such a good coach. Who do you see possibly being a coach for our defense? Uh, yeah, I, I did speak on that earlier. Uh, so, oh, sorry. You know, try, try, yeah, all, all good, all good. You know, try not to you know, repeat too much. But Tasha Poy's name is you know the big name being thrown out there right now. Uh, the former Alabama assistant, now coaching with the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, defensive line coach. You know, he could come in and easily coach the defensive line or linebacker and be that and get that code DC title, especially with his uh, ties to, to, to Napier from their time back at Alabama. So that, that's the big name that's out there right now. That's not much of a surprise, but uh, uh, that's just, you know, that, 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 that's what's trending out there. I just love that he's getting coaches that are just, you know, all different, but they're valuable, you know, yeah, in their own uh, way. And they're very in particular. And I mean, like you said, the Corey Raymond thing, that just blew me away when I saw that. My eyes lit up, and I was just like, wow. I mean, the guy's been at LSU for 10 years, and we picked him up. That's pretty ballsy, you know? That's like I, my, my big move about that was, you know, Florida's not the only um, Florida's not the only program that was that went after him, not by any means. Uh, so it was another power move, one power move to get him away from LSU, another power move to keep him away from all the other programs out there. And I'm so glad he picked us, man, because we have we've had a lot of good DBs, but I feel like our like I love how we're gonna do like not doing press man coverage stuff like that, which is what we've been good at for a long time. Is just you know I, everything changes, but um, it's good to see someone back in there in the helm that's gonna coach him up, you know, coach our players up, and we got some good players still, I think. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just Kevin can't wait. Hagen, I don't know if you guys know remember Kevin Hagen, who who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago talking about Billy Napier and remember he, everything that he remembered from him. It was the getting to know Billy Napier episode. Uh, and Kevin, he just messaged me on Twitter. He goes, not surprised by the Tosh hire, which makes it sound like it's pretty close to being <laughs> um, you know, pretty as close to official or done as it can be. Uh, I'm telling you, you hired a hell of a coach. So there we go. Uh, one more reason to get excited, get a nation about, about something like that. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, y'all. All right, who we got in here? Right, Daniel, I just saw you requested it. And Carrie, man, if you're in here, uh, unmute your mic if you want to. There you go. Good morning, Dave. Hey, man, how are you? I see Billy Napier uh, roughness and feathers uh, right now. I see. Yeah. It's, what, that's, what, you know what? And that that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what you? What you? I want to get your thoughts on on the all business approach. Because I don't see no problem with it. I feel like we need discipline. I feel like we, I feel like that's the thing we've been missing down here in Florida. Accountability, discipline. I feel like we've been missing all of that. So how you feel about his all business approach? I, 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 I did bring that up uh, just a second ago, right here, right before you jump. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it whatsoever, man. Um, it could be scorched earth approach for all I care. And that will mean 
some patience. That will mean some things are going to change. Um, but this is University of Florida. You know, you you, uh, you don't get much time for that, but you, you can get some patience. I'll, I'll put it out there for that. Everybody knows the expectations, too. But I think as long as you can keep pointing to – uh, benchmarks and keep pointing to things trending in the right direction. There, w- there will be some patience, and that—that's what ultimately failed Dan Mullen. There was nothing to point to that gave you excitement about the future. Uh, so, whether w- whatever starting point we put Billy Napier at, as long as you can keep pointing to hope and forward prog- you know, progression, then he's going to get—he's going to get every chance to keep turning this thing around and, and keep putting Florida. Uh, in, in a good spot. It starts with recruiting, and I think off to a good start from some of the staff that we're hearing about and some of the staff that we've already seen uh, brought 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 to the part of staff. So I think um, there's a lot of things to already point to, but I don't mind. You know, if players want to leave, then leave. If recruits don't want to come, then don't come. Right now, let him do it his way until uh, I say I say support along the way uh, early on. I'm not telling you to. Uh, but I may be asking you to. Maybe, maybe that's the best way to put it. Uh, but, um, look, I, yeah, as, as you said, everything that's going on is uh, rough on some feathers, uh, whether that be current players, whether it be recruits, um, staff. We'll see. Uh, and we'll see where it goes, man. It's, it, should be, it should be a fun ride. Yeah, because when you get an offer from the University of Florida, man, I think, you know, it should be, you know, you got to take that serious, baby. You know, you can't, you know, I just don't understand. But, you know, I just want to say go Gators, man. And I'm glad we got Billy Napier. We need we need some type of structure down here, down here in Florida. We need that. So, I just want to say go Gators, and I appreciate you. Thanks, Gator, man. All right. Brandon, I'll bring you in here, and then I'll probably call it on that one, guys. And Brandon, you can speak now if you want to. And Daniel, you're in here too. I'm sorry. I don't want to. Hey, good morning, guys. I wanted to expand on the ruffling feathers comment with, Yeah, it seems a lot of fans and parents and recruits are angry about the request to record drills. I'm glad you brought that up, Brandon. I meant to bring that up earlier and I completely forgot. So go ahead. Well, I know – I know at Alabama, I think they do it at Alabama, Georgia, and as as well as a couple other schools. And I've done this at work where I don't think Napier is even looking at the actual drills. This is a test. This is a test so that he can see, okay, which recruits did it. No questions asked. They just said, okay, I'll do it. And then of those recruits, who showed that they have the work ethic to put out good effort in those drills? They didn't just film lazy tape. For him to see recruits and their parents to just off the bat, nah, we're not going to record something. That's an easy choice for him. And then for the videos that do come in of the recruits not giving out effort or show a lack of work ethic, that's also an easy choice. You can teach people uh, drills, but it's yeah. way harder to teach people a good work ethic. Right, I completely agree with you, man. I think it is a – let's see who wants to be Gators first. No, look, I think he does probably want to get something out of the workouts. Uh, you know, Could they be player-specific? 
because they want to see a certain thing, sure. But I completely agree with you. I think it's more of a let's see who wants to be a Gator. You know, if you if you want to take the time to do this and do it right, that will speak and go a long way with me. Uh, you know, especially early on in this process. And not only that, I mean, he is a very busy guy right now. He is putting the staff together. He is out there making visits. He's all over the southeast right now making visits. So of course, if that request is coming out there, I don't think it's. I don't think it's just a, let's do it just to be doing it. There, I, there, there's a calculated reasoning for all this. And I think, number one, it is, do you want to be a Gator? All right, here's something I'm asking you to do. Go do it and go do it the right way. He's a calculated cerebral guy, probably more than we've seen here in a very long time. Yeah, and, and the people who think that's lazy or far-fetched, <clears throat> that's no, I'm, I'm, it's not. To me, it's a, it's a pretty good – initial approach here to kind of figure out uh, a path, an early path to get this thing uh, worked out and in the right direction. Yeah. Brandon, yeah, thanks for, thanks for bringing that up, man. All right, thanks, man. Go Gators. Go Gators. Dan, you in here, you in here man? <clears throat> yeah, 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 there yeah, you are. Okay. Carrie and Brandon stole my thunder, I'm going to say that, but <clears throat> I'll just reiterate, I would much prefer having high school uh, walk-ons than some of these recruits that I've seen coming through with their uh, recruit images and how they're selecting five or six schools. And they're, I, I just felt like the children were running the classroom and it was getting, it was getting crazy last year. And I think it culminated with, um, I, I shouldn't mention his name, but one of the recruits that finally dropped off and said that they decommitted. I think that was a good thing. I like that Bill Napier is, um, <clears throat> uncomfortable looking in a suit <laughs> i like that he's a little more blue collar and i like that he's taking control of it as an adult because i think that college football as a whole is starting hey Daniel, before to you get, get a, for, yeah, and crazy. before you go for at least the uh, at least the suit fits yeah well that's true at least he has a <laughs> properly fitted suit that's very nice but i i just have watched you know listen i'm sure these kids are great kids but they're children nonetheless coming out of high school and it seemed like they were dictating all the terms under mullen um, under McIlwain, definitely not under Urban Meyer, though. And so that the last time we had a, a CEO was Urban Meyer, in my opinion. Until, and prior until, to that the, was end, until, until the end, until the end, until the end, of course. Yes, yeah, so that was a little strange how that all ended. But anyway, I don't want to take up any more time. I know you're ending your show, but I'm just glad that the children are not running the classroom right now and that maybe there's an adult, a teacher that's going to step in and say, just like you, Carrie and Brandon all said, uh, you know, do you want to be a Gator? Great. Then you're going to do it this way. The logo means something. And when you listen to or you see the tweets from from um, uh, Snell and, and, and Jock has green and, and Rita Anthony, uh, Ahmad Black is very vocal on here. I mean, they they that's that's basically what they're saying without saying it. Yeah. So those guys have brought they, up. I think so, man. Yeah, those guys have brought up culture change. Those guys have brought up attitude, accountability, all those key words. Right now, look, they are more than keywords. That's exactly what Florida needs right now. And look, I granted, you know, every coaching change. This is what you hear. This is you hear about things like this. You hear about you know all the all the changes that are going to be made and all the changes that need to be made and all that stuff happening. And granted, while you hear about it, it doesn't mean it's not true. Yeah, you might hear about it in every coaching change, but there's a reason coaching changes are made. And you you, you hope, as we said, we brought up everything in the last few minutes here of. 
uh, of requests to players and everybody getting on the same page and at least mentally and attitude wise. You hope that's what uh, comes across here early, and then, and honestly, I, it's also it, it also sets the stage early on of what to expect. You know, this isn't some fake bravado from Billy Napier right now. You're learning about this guy, and you're learning right away what the approach is going to be. So either get on board or get out of the way. Absolutely, thanks, Dave. Thanks, man. All right, last couple here, Unique and Roy. I'll bring you guys in here, and then that will be it. I will call it after this one, after these two. Hey, Unique, how you doing, man? I was trying to see. I don't know if you covered it, but I'm trying to understand because I don't remember the last time we had a new coach and went to a bowl. What, what year is that? Uh <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I actually did bring that up. So it, it, I think it was – I'm pretty sure it was the Birmingham Bowl. Right. In between so, Muschamp and McElwain. McElwain, okay. He did have a bowl. That they, was, and, oh, and, yeah. And, and Florida was – Yeah, that was Michigan, right? Yeah. Then we get blown out by Michigan. East, Carol, East Carolina. East Carolina, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. East yeah. Carol- okay. yeah, yeah. Birmingham Bowl. Okay. I got you. So uh, how is the, this uh, man helping? The, the, the Adam the, uh, Lane game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you. How how is this being handled? Like, is it is it Napier or is it just is are we doing Greg Knox now? How is this? Yeah, Greg Knox got... still interim coach. The the previous staff still handling all the bowl prep. Uh, if they get new jobs, they can take those new jobs, uh, and you're probably getting some grad assistant or lower support staff member that will take a role kind of like what happened on the offensive line after John Hevesy was let go. Uh, but that's the, now Napier will be there, but no, no say, no, nor a desire to say anything that happens in this game. You know, you're not implementing the system. You're not putting your terminology. You're not doing anything in a couple of weeks. Uh, so it's just observe, observe, observe kind of his first evaluation uh, of these you know current Florida players and where it goes, but yeah, it's still uh, Dan Mullen staff doing everything for the bowl prep. Will, will we have any players to play? Jacob, somebody did send it to me. It was it was in Jacob Copeland's message that he put out on social media. Even though he is transferring, he's still going to play in the bowl game uh, and, and, and all that. So yeah, you, there, and I've even heard Kyrie. I mentioned this earlier. From last I heard, the plan is to play in the bowl game for him as well. So hopefully that sends some type of positive message to the rest of the team that, hey, let's go get one more win for each other. Go out there and, you know, in a way make up for – you're not making up for this season, but in a way make up for this season and make up for that crappy bowl game last year, that performance. Yeah, uh, and we, at, least show, at least show Gator Nation mentally that you want to go out there and play some football. Yeah, we can't lose to UCL. It just can't. And, happen. and that's and that's it, another thing. You don't. It, it cannot. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. I, I Oh, we won't hear the last of that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to see that one either. No matter. No matter what the situation. No matter what the situation for Florida is. I mean, we can make all the excuses, and there'll be legit excuses. There, there definitely will be with everything that's going on. But you still don't want to go lose that game. You can't lose that. Not the. Not the Gus. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was worried about. Um, I had I had even talked to some of the players. Um, man, their parents are close here because I stay here in Lakeland. Yeah. 
And and what I'm hearing is just basically uh, you got all these uh these transfer portals. It's basically to put your name out there in two weeks to see if anything grabs. I, yeah, I can see that. It's still kind of open to open. I talked to one of the parents. It's basically that's what's going on. So hopefully, hopefully, Bill Billy can um convince them to stay. But that's just some, I guess I wouldn't say leverage because <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I guess it's just to see who who's interested. I guess that's the process of it right now. All right, thank oh, you. Dave. Thanks, man. Yep. All right, that will do it here, guys, for this Twitter Spaces. Thanks so much for hanging on this roller coaster right now of everything that's going on in Gator Nation. Uh, it, look, as soon as this thing gets posted, I'm sure there'll be already new information out there, some new news out there. So uh, that's just the nature of covering the Gators right now. Never a dull moment for sure. So everybody, thank you for uh, listening to Gators Breakdown all week. Thanks for all the interaction on social media. Thanks for all the subs and the follows, everything that's out there in this busy, busy time for Gator Nation. Absolutely appreciate it. And um, we'll uh, we'll be here. We'll be here for you guys to talk it all through. Uh, so, you know, I, unless it's big, gigantic breaking news, don't expect another episode until Monday. Uh, but uh, that's just kind of the nature of it right now. I will, I'll, I'll be here a lot ready to go if anything big uh, comes out there. So, all right, that'll do it for this Twitter spaces, everybody. Thank you so much. And I'll holler at you later on.